Um, Jason just recovered from his emotional trauma last week when TCU and Texas played a, a tight game. I not watch the entire it's thing. like watching your parents fight. Oh, <laughs> Mom and dad were screaming at the dinner table. I hated it. Dad? Um, but, who's dad? Uh, hold on, hold on. Tom out. Who's, who's mom and who's dad between Patterson and Herman? I, want to, I, want to on. I regret okay. this metaphor. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is my legitimate conversation amongst friends where we talk about college football and lifestyle. You can find us at www.thewheelroute.com. We're at the Wheel Route on Twitter. Wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com is the email address. If you'd like to get in touch with us, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, the Google Situation, and Stitcher are official locations where we host podcasts. I'm sure there's others. And we're also on Instagram occasionally, we're a podcast. Uh, my name's Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter, at LogwanTheDawn, coming to you guys from Stewart, Florida. We're, um, bad news, guys. It's, it finally stopped raining today, and I, I, I busted out the new golf clubs, was excited to go, hit some, some dead range balls, and I got to the range, and the range was underwater and closed. So, tough times. Evidently, you know, the dry, you couldn't hit into the puddle. Florida problems, be, man. That was going to be a problem. Um, so, anyhow, uh, the, only, uh, the only way to make range balls go less distance is by waterlogging them. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, maybe I just I was kind of like, really, I can't hit off these mats into that field. Like, I'm not really like seeing the splash might actually be nice, you know, see where see where it lands. But anyhow, <laughs> we're all in. good. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll get we'll get to that eventually. Who else is here today? My name is Jordan Shank. I'm in still the friendliest of cities, Harrisonburg, Virginia. I'm still on Twitter.com for some stupid reason. At yep. Shank Jordan. Uh, enter enter at your own peril. Um, yeah. Uh, looking forward to just sweeping these picks again and staying in the black for my followers. That's right. That's what they come to us for. I said that with so much confidence. <laughs> for my followers. <laughs> of which there are many. <laughs> uh, my name is uh, Jason Trek. I am also in the Friendly City in Harrisonburg. Um, it was just a beautiful day today. It was it was really nice outside. It was Crack like... up towards 80. Yeah, it was mid-70s and clear. It was delightful. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, High volatility in the uh, in the thermometer, the mercury. Indeed, indeed. Also, I uh, I never tweet things at Jason Crack on Twitter. This is right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say like 75% of my Twitter activity is just responding to Jason's tweets. That's 100% in sarcastic ways, but <laughs> oh, good. You, you know what? I'm keeping the boys honest. Keeping the boys honest, and I'm you're, boosting your. You're doing I'm nothing of the sort. I'm boosting your clout, Jason. All right, it's called reach, bro. Learn about analytics, dude. Okay, Hard I know pass. you're a comms. I know you're a comms guy now, and you're not into analytics. Do you even yeah. SEO, bro? I'm, I'm recently. I'm a new comms guy. Yeah, I just got into the field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let us teach you some things. Yeah, you're, you're right. Take some notes. Hey, hey. Well, why don't you guys communicate with me what y'all are drinking tonight? Heyo. Okay. Let's uh, my last podcast. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> 
I have a cold bottle of beer. It is the Elysian Space Dust IPA. Ooh. Bringing it back. Uh, it's it's a good solid IPA. Uh, really I wouldn't is. I wouldn't pay full rate for it just as a six pack, but it's pretty reliably found in the mix your own sixer at Kroger. So just sprinkle a couple in in the ridges there. <clears throat> Where do you uh, where do you rate it with like the Lagunitas IPA? I I think they're pretty neck and neck. I think yeah. the Space Dust is maybe a little more uh, thicker and heavier with the mouthfeel. Sure. If you're into that type of, type of thing, um, so it kind of depends what mood you're in. I think gotcha. the Lagunitas one is maybe a little lighter tasting. If that that's interesting, sense. I think I could I could see that. Both great beers. Is yeah, no, both both are on the uh, are on the uh, the short list of just like everyday IPAs that you can actually drink. Like yeah, I think. Uh, speaking of just drinking stuff, before I pass the mic here, been on a real apple juice kick lately, guys. Really? Yeah. Really? I love apple juice. All right, well, you're gonna love what I have to tell you next because <laughs> <laughs> if you if you go to Sharp Chopper, they've got uh, oh <laughs> these like. Yeah. These 12 ounce, they're 12 ounce bottles of what is allegedly organic apple juice from Concentrate. Sure. And you can get a case of 15 for $4. So, that's a lot of it. That's a lot so of AJ. You boys drinking, <laughs> drinking apple juice with his coffee and breakfast. Apple juice is actually, it's my, uh, it's my airplane drink. Oh, really? Whenever they come around and I don't have money to spend on $7 shot of booze. Apple juice. Drink coupons, my guy. But we'll get I to um mine mine is ginger ale. Yeah. That's, that's, I, that's a pretty common one, I think. Popular. And on occasion I've gone I have gone Bloody Mary mix before too to be an ultimate oh. Let, let me get a I can of zing zags. Let me <laughs> get a <laughs> can <laughs> of zing zags. <laughs> can I but just no, get I'm, a can of Bloody Mary mix, please? <laughs> Big time ginger ale guy right now. Um interesting. So wait, quite real quick again before you pass the mic. So you go coffee and apple juice in the morning. Does does that uh, stimulate some bathroom trips pretty quickly? Yeah, hell yeah, brother. Like, <laughs> because I think both of those things are on at least a short list of like immediate turn. On the spectrum, they're, they're definitely on one side. What did you say, Jason? Why is this your first thought? Well, you never had the green apple quick step. You eating too many green apples, and all of a sudden you're, you're quick stepping to the freaking toilet bowl, brother. That's how it goes. I'm just saying. Coffee does the same thing. You uh, you don't drink coffee, so you've never experienced that. That wake up first thing in the morning, as soon as you smell the coffee, you you almost poop in the bed. You're just it's just time. Yeah, it's, you know? it's really held me back in life. I can't believe I, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say it held you back. Obviously, it hasn't. You look great. No. So so what I do in terms of like staggering or staging those beverages i usually go like <laughs> I'll, I'll set the coffee timer for my wake up time so i have yeah. fresh cup right when i get out of bed mm -hmm. i'll drink that while i'm prepping breakfast whether it's a bowl of oatmeal or you know bacon and eggs or what what have you then i'll drink the apple juice with the breakfast food <clears throat> and okay. then i'll return for a second cup of coffee and then right after our 10 a.m team meeting i'm ready to go <laughs> <laughs> if you know what i'm saying <laughs> I, do. I do i do know what you're saying very good um excellent well this is good insight into the routine 
Isn't there like the an ingredient in, in the in an apple itself, like a similar ingredient to what's in coffee to stimulate you? Uh, Am I making that up? We can look into um, that. We'll have the research. I mean, isn't it isn't that. it just the caffeine? Isn't it just the caffeine in the coffee that does it? I thought it was something else, like a a, a tryptophan type chemical. Hmm. Yeah, oh. maybe do some. There's 13 grams of natural sugar, which provoke a similar response to caffeine. Because the vitamins are released slowly through the body, making you feel more awake. Well, you Unlike know it's not released slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike caffeine, there are no jolts, mood swings, anxiety, jitters, or the dreaded crash. I think I got that from Goodwill Hunting. Shouts out. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How you like them apples? <laughs> that's the movie, right? Yeah, that, that's true. I don't know if that's where I got yep. it. That's right. how it really is. is. How you it, just happened to be, it just happened to be adjacent... So Jordan, are you like a big time cider guy when uh in the fall? And so, I'm talking like hot cider. Yeah, in the fall, love a hot cider and you drop some like Canadian burbies, whiskey little, in there. Yep, a little burbski in there. Oh. Woo, woo. Daddy like little, little knob creek and hot cider, not bad. Um and then so do you do do you do the hard ciders? No. You don't no. do this. No, cuz I have yet to find one that's not overly sweet or overly kind of like tart so there's like a i'm open to trying them but i generally shy away from it emily and i went on a run when we were in virginia and we would get these ciders that were like i mean it was clearly like this bougie craft hard cider company which is fine um but like they were they made like extra dry ciders and they were not that sweet they were actually really good um we so I would I would say maybe look out for that if you're interested. All right, in I'll Google extra cider game on. extra dry cider. Yeah, ex, extra dry cider Virginia. Uh, you can you can uh, find it. All right, Jason, what are you drinking? Uh, I drank my last Shinerbach earlier today, like an idiot. Um, so I'm back to back to a gold leaf. Oh, gold leaf! Back like he never left. Love it. Um, I I have this is the Chowda. New England India Pale Ale from mm-hmm. uh, Sailfish Brewery in Fort Pierce, Florida. Uh, with Now with Mosaic and Simcoe hops. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys can see this, but there's uh, oyster crackers on the label. It's kind of cool. That's Thank cute. Yeah. Looks a little bit like sliced garlic from the webcam, but, you know, sure. same deal. 720p, brother. We can't, you know, we can't <laughs> be going 4K up in. Right. We don't have ringer money yet. Um, <laughs> yet. Jason, I while we're on the devil's backbone theme of things, continue. I saw that they're releasing or getting ready to release a coffee iteration of the eight point IPA. I'm intrigued by that. I think I think it's got potential on paper. Execution, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Did did they team up with a local? Is that? So do they team up with like a local coffee roaster in the area and like use their beans? No, not that I saw. It's just that okay. it's just DB branded. That's what they do. There's that is like the that's the fall seems a theme around here. They team up with some local roasters and I guess they use their spent beans or whatever to okay. get some coffee aroma into the beer. But anyhow, sorry, Jason, I cut you off. No, yeah, I. I... All I said was I like their IPA. I don't know if I'd like it coffee flavored, but that's also yeah. only me. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, there's a brewery near us, Tequesta Brewing Company in Tequesta, that um, 
had their they're like they have like a flagship it's like a kolsch like german mm. kolsch style beer and uh they do the espresso chancellor it's called der chancellor but they have the espresso der chancellor right now going it's really good but it's weird it doesn't look any different than the normal chancellor like you would think it would be dark because of the coffee essence but it is not i don't know how they have done that but it is but it tastes just like of coffee it's nice i, I thought it was really good there there's a brewery uh downtown vegas that does a coffee a coffee kolsch i believe oh. and it, it's really really nice i i don't remember the color though but it tastes oh. great bring us back a case next time you head out there yeah i'll put it on the pj put it put it in your hard your hard uh case your, my, your, my golf travel case your zip zip tied together golf travel case coffee kolsch still patently absurd there. it's still patently absurd that you drove three hours to get a ten dollar golf case but i applaud your hustle i just want you to know that listen the game is the game brother okay i mean these yes you're right you sound like me trying to explain away something stupid that i've done the game is the game <laughs> it is what it is you didn't want to do it. um all right cool uh how are things serious nice weather in Rocktown. we get it that's cool beer season is upon us cider season is upon us um yeah I mean, I don't know. What do what do you, you guys got anything uh, to to go to before we uh, jump into? I don't know. You don't ball? you don't want me to talk about Ted Lasso, Logan, because you're a jerk. Oh, what is that? Oh, what is it? You don't yeah. even know what it is, and you you got after me on Twitter. You're the worst. Jason, um, there's here's the thing, Jason. You have there's a certain assistant. brand. There's a certain brand. Yes, yes, yes. You are there's a certain brand of Jason tweet that is the fawning, the fawning, like overly syrupy recommendation of something yeah. that, that then tags the, the person in the middle of the tweet and i love it it's great every single time please don't stop doing it just know that i'm not going to stop kind of like buzzing you a little bit for it well but yeah it's no, just logan, i was because... i was more saying he's consistent in reference to you <laughs> logan being consistent as yeah. bring trying to bring jason back down a peg or two yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all consistent. Why am I getting brought? I'm not saying like I found this show. I am amazing. I know. It's 2020. But we need some good stuff, and I when <laughs> does something good. I want oh, to tell them they did something good. Totally agree with that, brother. No, that's fine. Twitter gives you the platform to do that. I just, right. I just think it's funny because you have like there's a there's a certain construction that you work with on all of your tweets of this ilk, and that's I fair. could go, I could, I could pull some. You could probably, you could probably mad lib a couple together. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. So anyhow, it's just funny. It, that's all. That's all it is. We could do it. <clears throat> I forced a computer to read a, a thousand Jason Craig tweets. Here's <laughs> what it spit out. Have, have an AI build some Jason Craig tweets and then have Logan guess whether it was me. An or absolutely me. exhilarating ride from beginning to end. I cried at Guy author. Fieri. Has yet again brought Out the house Fieri. down. <laughs> Guy Fieri. Anyhow, uh, great times. So wait, what? what is it? It's a TV show? Ted Lasso, so um, you may you remember- You got 45 seconds. 45 <laughs> seconds on the clock. This is ridiculous. Okay, so <laughs> like six years ago, uh, Jason Sudeikis, a uh, guy from SNL and some other stuff. Um, right. Horrible bosses and whatnot. Freaks and geeks. I don't think so. Uh, that's a different Jason. Probably. Um, <laughs> Jason Sudeikis, one of the goats, though. Really, really funny guy. Uh, he did like a little series of commercials for NBC when they got the Premier League. Uh, where he like faked being Tottenham's coach. Yeah. Um, he was like a he like played Ted Lasso, who's a former American football coach, mm. and uh, like it was Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel was who I was thinking of. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Um, and so uh, he comes over to Tottenham and like doesn't know about soccer, 
and it's really funny because he like it's pretty cheesy, but it's pretty funny the first time. And the funniest joke in the whole thing is where he asks how many countries are in the country, and his assistant says four, and it's it's whole thing. Uh, so they made the creator of Scrubs and Jason Sudeikis made this into an entire show, and uh, it's extremely wholesome and fun and really funny and some genuinely emotional parts, uh, which is not shocking because uh, Bill Lawrence, who did Scrubs, uh, has that figured out. So I encourage everybody to watch it. It's really funny and uplifting. Nice. What uh, what, what network what, is it yeah. on? It is unfortunately on which sucks. But okay, I'll bleep it out. We're not getting money from them, yep. but good for us to know. The three of us. For, the rest, for make... the rest of you, imagine the network that is hardest to access right now. It's on that one. You might make you might make cider out of these fruits. Indeed. But if you can, steal a login from somebody like I did, and then just watch the show. Do they offer free trials? Probably not, right? That's right. It. it doesn't sound like but that being said, the guy well, who, the guy who didn't uh, want to give any charity away ever is dead now. So it might be now. I don't know. Did anybody recently interest? Boy, Jason coming with the hammer there seemed a little unnecessary. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, you threw me off with that scalding take there. Um, you are welcome. Absolutely. If you recently have, I think, of a dead guy. I, think, I think if you're, uh, um, <laughs> if you recently got a new, you get like a year. That know. rings a bell. This is gonna be a lot for me to bleep, like, guys. Just one. A new, a new work. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's. Uh, Jordan, you good? Uh oh, I I think we potentially have some more sports card aisle drama to Ooh. share with Ooh. you guys. Excellent. Yes. Uh, so I guess the like past four weeks, I really haven't gone checked anything out because there haven't been any drops that I've been interested in. Uh, necessarily. Uh, recently, though, an NFL product that's pretty hot in the streets has been released. Um, so I went to one of these Walmarts, uh, got there when the vendor was stocking the shelf, felt pretty good about things. Uh, There's a little bit bigger of a crowd there, though, which is kind of a bummer because that means less, less product for everybody. Um, but, you know, we get over it. Uh, and so there was like this NFL release had been released the week before. So we're all waiting for it to come out of the box again. And there was none of it. So <coughs> immediately two of the guys standing in the group start accusing Walmart employees of stealing it from the yes. back room. <laughs> from the top. So yes, now there's, there's a conspiracy theory at this Walmart that some employee sliced open the vendor box, removed all of the NFL stuff before the vendor got there. And the manager has been notified. Allegedly, they were going to take a look at the security tapes. Uh, so we'll see here <laughs> at the end of the week what, what happens, if we've got any any football cards coming out of the box or if they may have been snatched once again. But I will keep you posted. Have you opened any any cards recently? Uh, yeah, I've opened some basketball and some baseball. Any anything good? Yeah, I got uh, I got a John Morant rookie that I'm probably gonna send off to get graded. Could could be a, a big one. Um, I got uh oh soccer card I hit a while back. So there's this Ooh. like Nigerian midfielder, uh, who he was on the U. U17 World Cup winning Nigerian team 
Um, okay. Won the bronze boot during that tournament. I think this was like four years ago. Uh, currently playing for Villarreal. Uh, has been allegedly a, a transfer target of potentially Liverpool and Chelsea. Um, okay. So I'm hanging on to that one. What makes that one special is it's out of print run of 23. Um, so there's only 23 of these things made. Uh, so I'm probably going to get that graded too and wait for him to hopefully transfer somewhere big and then dump it. That's cool. Yeah. So we'll see. Dang. Man, hustling. This is fascinating. Very good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, nothing, uh, nothing too exciting to add here in South Florida. We're out here, brothers. Out here waiting for to... the the golf range to open up. Yeah, out here waiting for the waters to subside. It has continued to rain at an astonishing rate uh, here. Getting a lot of coastal troughs. T's and P's to the Gulf Coast. Staring down another uh, category yeah. three or four yeah. hurricane this uh, Friday, and and yeah, Thursday, Friday. So that sucks. But um. Anyhow, all right, let's move on to a little bit of college football. I think this came across my personal ticker today, something about the MAC schedule. Um, I think they're going to play a lot of midweek games, as they're wont to do. Uh, so they're back as well. So I, I think pretty much everyone is back, more or less, unless individual schools have opted out, right? I believe it's all but three FBS schools will play college football this fall. And one of them is Old Dominion, right? Old Dominion, UMass, and somebody. Um, sure. Okay. But that, I mean, <clears throat> that's more financial than it is anything else. Yeah, right. They just can't. There, there are schools who, at, way more than them, really realistically can't afford to keep testing going. But right. Um, they are. It's a real shame. I, I really thought that a uh, former Florida State offensive coordinator and original uh, scapegoat of the Willie Taggart era, Walt Bell, was going to really get things up and going <laughs> at UMass this year, but uh, maybe not. I'll have to wait until next year to really get yeah. it going. He's got another year to just purely scheme and get in the film room. <laughs> so I think I think UMass opponents should be more afraid, honestly. Right. They're going to get Walt Bell with a year plus of just straight scheming and no tape. Of that, at yeah. UMass. What what uh what what um like big school is UMass gonna get scheduled to get slaughtered by week one next year? They're just gonna get hit with a freaking men- different sorry a menagerie of different trick plays. So we'll see how it happens. It could be fun. Um, hopefully it's Virginia Tech. So it looks like right. the Mac is only playing like six weeks of football, something like that. And I think they're playing three midweek games. Yeah, each team. They start November 4th and end December 12th. I mean, that's right. like these guys are like deciding they're going to play football and they have to be ready to play in like three and a half weeks. Yeah. It's, so, um, and it's like, all right, yeah, week one is going to be strength and conditioning. I'll, I'll, I'll hold short of realizing what that really means, but uh, pretty much everybody knows anyways. So, Well, everyone knows what it means, but it's just – yeah, just speaking about it for what it is, like it's fun, the, you listen to these coaches, they're like, oh, yeah, it's about a four-week process here. You know, I heard um, it was a uh, uh, old boy that's Oregon's coach. Um, I keep wanting to call him Rubio, but it's not. It's not Rubio. What is his name? Mario Cristobal. Mario Cristobal. <laughs> he all those guys like playing for him. He's very valuable, but he was ready to play football and had me ready to run through a brick wall. But like week one, it's going strength and conditioning, and it's like, dude, you got. Four weeks until you have to play football games. 
Like, it's hard to believe you're going to spend a whole week on conditions, like, gain any of either of those two things. I don't know. It's just, it's but whatever. Let's move into some non-picker games for this week. Uh, got a handful. This should be a football. We teased it a little bit last uh, last episode, but um, first up we have, I think this game was fun last year. Tulane is playing Houston on Thursday. That's tomorrow. Um, knock on wood. Knock on wood. This will be Houston's first game of the year, Tulane's fourth game of the year. So, uh, you know, a classic rest versus rust situation for Houston. And um, I think I saw Houston was favored like five or something. They are now favored by six and a half. Wow. A lot of faith in the, in the, whatever they are. Cougars. Cougars. A lot of faith Um, in Dabo not being in a deer stand for the past two weeks straight. Just doing that. Dana. 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 Same same thing. I would like to see Dabo in a deer stand. That would be very entertaining. Mm -hmm. You I'm know he wears. You know he wears the quarter, uh, the the crew neck sweatshirt that's uh, all camo with the Clemson. Oh ball yeah, in it, absolutely. For sure. He is. Someone pointed this out. I think it was Alex Kirchner on Twitter that while I don't really like the look, Dabo really really exercises that look to it its maximum. It's to its maximum yeah. capacity. <laughs> the, it just looks the, right. Like dad yeah. hat with the crew neck yeah. sweatshirt. He's the only guy that does that, and it actually like it really works for him. So. Yep. Well, it's the, exact, it's the exact look that Al Groh rocked for several years at UVA. Oh, that's right. It that's is. part of the reason I was convinced that Dabo wasn't wasn't going to be long for the job. Just because that, that look doesn't last. It just doesn't that's have a good, good right now. It's struggling. Yeah. Bad, bad body. Yeah, bad body. <laughs> so I just think Tulane Houston could be a fun game. Both these teams play like fun brands of football. Yeah in general, um, and it, it could get a little weird. It's Houston's first game of the year. It is a home game for Houston. Oh, cool. oh real quick. Figured I'd let you guys know. Um, official declaration by the governor of Florida. Stadiums are back open again, if you if you want to. Now, honestly, like I think that got spun a little bit like out of control because really all it is is now like the schools and the local ordinances are going to govern, not the state, but it's still like it the, way it's pack- the way that it's packaged is like Miami can have a full stadium if they want to this weekend and they have a huge game. Like, it was uh, funny for the uh, – it was like yeah, Governor DeSantis came out and was like, we are opening. Stadiums are free. Like, da, da, da. And like immediately all three NFL teams were like, uh, yeah, we're still going to go with like 20%. Capacity. Yeah, we're going to maintain our current policy for yeah. the time being. Please, and- please, stop, please stop talking. Please stop talking. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow. Uh, uh, LSU great. also making some stadium changes. Tip what are they up to? They, uh, they're basically not going to really screen people coming in because they don't want people standing in lines. Yeah. And uh, alcohol sales are back. Yep. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Outbreaks by being like, now nah, people are standing around too much. And we need to get them moving and we need yeah, to let's just move a little them bit on more. through so they can <laughs> sit down next to people. Oh, all right. Well. Um, Florida State plays Notre Dame this weekend. Do we? I have a question for you guys. Do we think Notre Dame is the fifth best football team in the country? I mean, maybe by default at this point. I don't know. That's playing right now, or that will play this season. Uh, I mean, either way, there. If if you factored in Ohio State, then Notre Dame would be sixth. I mean, what are they? 
Hopefully they finish. Is there another Big Ten team that's going to push Notre Dame down? I don't think so. Uh, the Pac-12, Logan. Uh, I guess. I guess I'm, I'm forgetting. Yeah, did Oregon. you forget about USC, Logan? <laughs> I forgot about Oregon. Sorry. Um, Texas I mean, is back. Also, it's basically <laughs> like they they finished the season ranked in the top ten, probably. I assume. Yeah. And then they've gone two and zero, and half the teams in the country didn't start the season. So, right, yeah. I'm mean, just curious. They didn't look that great against uh, Duke. I mean, I don't know who else you put up there. I think that Notre Dame has a pretty talented roster, but um, you know, it's just weird to see like Ian Book like 11th on the Heisman Trophy list. Like, what? Really? Are we still doing this? Like, there's. I mean, I mean Florida's fourth, which I mean they're really good, but that's a weird feeling. Uh, sure. Yeah. Oh, no, we'll get to that later. UNC's number disagree. eight. Yeah, now that's a weird feeling. Oh, yeah, things are going to be real weird. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I mean, Miami, what is Miami? Fifth? Six? Seven? Six, yeah. Seven? yeah. Um, now, so, I will say Miami has probably the most impressive look about them of most of the teams I've seen this year. I mean, they did look great. More, they're more against inspired. Than yes, yes, yes. There, there you go. That's well put, Jason. I appreciate that. Well said. Anyhow, Florida State plays Notre Dame this weekend. Is this a chance? Should Notre Dame be on upset alert? That's my question. Are we putting them on upset alert? I don't know. Florida State's got a chance to get a win streak to multiple games. So, Florida State's probably like the 11th best team in Florida right now. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, it'll be interesting to see what Florida State does at quarterback. I'm just intrigued a little bit here. I'm. I have a lot of respect for Norvell as a game planner and a play caller, and uh, I don't know if they are just experiencing some bad personnel issues or really what the situation is granted probably, he probably bad not attitudes that's did not, be it. did not coach last week uh for obvious reasons but um anyhow i'm just because from what i gathered last week they switched to jordan travis playing quarterback and he is basically a run first threat kind of guy and they just did a lot of just uh running with the quarterback and you know giving him like super simple kind of um you know, running quarterback type, you know, easy throws. And and they move the ball fine. They got athletes, Florida State. They're never going to be lacking for, like, skill talent. But um, that anyhow. That was also Jacksonville just, State, right? Yeah, they were playing Jacksonville State. They <laughs> so... just need to take care of business and get it together. Their defense tightened up, and, you know, they, they won the game fine. But uh, just, just curious because, you know, on paper, this should probably be a better matchup than it looks like it's going to be. Um, but we'll see. I just don't know what to do with these like colossally underachieving team like Florida State. Like they look bad, they underachieve, but you know there's talent on that roster. Yeah. And like Notre Dame, like love hate them or love them. Like uh, sometimes I kind of question a little bit of their skill talent. They have really talent, a lot of talent on the lines. Their defense is good, I believe. But you know, they got they got the horses. They didn't look uh, inspiring against uh, Duke. Yeah, there's a question of engagement for, for some rosters like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. That that's all. We'll keep a BDI on that one. Should be on NBC. Uh, Alabama is at Ole Miss this weekend. Oh, you you want a line real quick for that Notre Dame game? Uh, can I guess? Yeah. Guess away, <laughs> Notre friend. Dame, Notre Dame by twenty and a half. Nailed it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm gonna straight up accuse you of cheating. Okay, there it is. There it is. No, don't worry, Jason. Get excited for some more accusations of cheating because it's bachelor season. You know, nobody's got the bachelor nation dialed in like your boy. Log on to dawn because he cheats. I do not cheat. I don't I'll cheat until after I've drafted my team. 
I'll see. And then I just what. find out what happened, and then I just, I just like start celebrating early. So, <laughs> just saying, this is how it goes. All right, Alabama is at Ole Miss this weekend. Uh, this one could get pointsy. This was almost a picker game, but I opted for a different one. I'm I'm guessing it's a big line. It's a really big line. But I am always I am I think Spencer Hall way back in the day described uh, Les Miles as like the giggling monkey just throwing things into Nick Saban's machine. Yeah, and I feel like that's what Lane Kiffin is constantly going for. So oh, especially against Nick Saban. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he is more. I think he's probably more interested in in just trolling the crap out of Alabama than he is in winning this game. This I'm, is um. I'm and watching Frank, this game for sure because there's going to be gadgets out there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude, Ole Miss' offense is scary good. Like, they're uh, – I don't, I don't know that Alabama's defense is going to get super gashed like Florida's defense did, but um, – and then Alabama's just – I mean, they got they got guys that can go, and they they're just going to go deep too. So, it's it, – this game could – there could be a lot of points in this Over game. I think Alabama – 70.5. Wow. I think Alabama ultimately – Pull like you know comfortably wins. Uh, you I can't imagine more Ole Miss can slow down Alabama's rushing attack. Well, I don't. I'm not even. Yeah, that plus the the passing attack. I mean, Alabama's got. Oh sure, yeah, guys. It's, that's what I'm saying. Like Alabama's just as scary on the outside now too. So yeah, um, brother. I think it'll. I think it'll be interesting. Uh, but yeah, I think there's some intriguing Lane Kiffin evil genius. Uh, you know, potential here for this game. Is it, this is a new, is this a noon game? 6 p.m. on the mothership. Oh, wow. At Ole Miss, right? Yes. yes. In Oxford. Yeah. See, that makes me really want to bet Ole Miss to cover. If it was noon in Oxford, I would be all in on Ole Miss. 24, man. Is it 24? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. With an over yeah. under at 70, that means we're thinking. I'm I'm not like two to one basically. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um next up, North North Carolina State at Virginia. Bringing things back down to earth here. We got uh NCSU at UVA. Um I was listening to a podcast and someone said that they, they liked Virginia's quarterback. What was a what podcast was that? That's the Wiz like, route, baby. I was like, shout out, shout out this. They're giving, uh, giving them some water. I mean, so. Virginia. Um, Virginia's eight and a half point favorite in this game. So. You guys have always been on ACC Network this year, so I haven't actually seen you play. Um, okay. so all I see are pictures of this quarterback, and it can it's concerning. Boy, well, just wait till you it? watch him sizzling around back there in the pocket. <laughs> like, all your fears will be relieved. I can't watch angle. TV either. I'm going to have to get you guys when you're like five and one. The launch angle is so low on the passes. It's it's tremendous. And the lead arm is just doing whatever the hell it is. <laughs> so yeah. We've all got a little Bo Nix in us, George. Got real, we've all got uh, a little Bo Nix in us. Cron from the pitcher's mound motion to him, and I'm not. <laughs> well, there's a little bit of uh, Seth Potter in that he's, like, looking away. Or he's, he's like, yeah. But it's not it's not a Mahomes no look. It's just okay. kind of a over the show. Yeah. That's what I'm looking over. Yeah, yeah, Jason, it's uh, it's an experience, but Virginia's like, they've been fun to watch this year because their play calling has been kind of aggressive on the outside. So it's and like they really, they really just kind of like let him throw passes like down the sideline. And to his credit, I mean, he throws catchable passes, and he's 
actually i don't know i kind of I've, been, I've enjoyed the experience so far he just it's not like a it's not a refined quarterbacking experience that's for sure it's, it's a little bit all gets there that's all that matters yeah, well yes this is we're gonna put that theory to the test <laughs> this year so but what do you think uh jordan about this nc state game i don't know that vegas knows what to do with nc state just yeah. Hit last week. Yeah, NC State's a weird case because they looked like absolute dog crap against Virginia Tech. Um, right. They got their quarterback, who I think is the number one option ultimately, ideally for them. They got him back against Pitt, is hmm. my understanding, and that helped out a lot. Uh, he was very good against Pitt's pressure, so that's kind of one of the things Virginia hangs its hat on is uh, creating pressure, creating havoc. Uh, so that's kind of one of those, you know, something's got to give things to keep a BDI on in this matchup. Uh-huh. Uh, I will say UVA's offensive line has played really well through the first two weeks of the season. Um, going into it, I was vocally concerned vocally frustrated given what I've seen, but shout out to coach 2J and what he's been able to do so far with the big boys. And uh, yeah, we'll see. I think, I think if I was betting this game, I would bet NC state to cover uh, just because they seem to be much more competent with this quarterback. I think his name is Leary uh, under center. Um, Oh wait, they're not. They're they were playing former Florida State transfer Bailey Hockman. I would have to check if that's who's played against Virginia Tech. Whoever played against Virginia Tech looked like a high school quarterback in his sophomore season. It was terrible. Okay, Um, yeah, Devin Leary found confidence he's been missing, but there is a Florida State transfer Bailey Hockman uh, on the roster too that has played and. Apparently he's a, he was a real piece of work back in the Florida State days, but um, I'm guessing that your your boy Devin Leary is the starter. Yeah, Devin Leary is the chosen one, I guess, for this season. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch as always. Got a noon kickoff on the ACC Network, just like God intended. Oh. <laughs> um, so so you know, oh. Logan, like you said last week, when your team wins a noon game. The rest of that Saturday is just blissful. It's great. Yeah. You can really ride because it's a stress. It's stressful up into the three 30 slot. And then you've got all kinds of games going on after the three. Yeah. You can eat snacks without like feeling guilty. Like, Oh, I'm stress (laughs) eating because we haven't played yet. It's just like, I'm chilling here, bro. This is great. Nothing. Gentlemen, (laughs) I'd like to, uh, I'd like to point out that this will be a matchup of quarterbacks with cool forearm tattoos. Devin Leary appears to have, a pretty serious like cross emerging from the clouds situation going on uh, on his left forearm, his non-throwing arm. Um, that's theologically sound. The th- the cross being in the clouds. Yeah, that's yes. really accurate. Well, I, I don't want to say clouds. It's just like there's emphasis on the cross. It's oh, like okay. a cross, and there's emphasis. There could be clouds. So it could, could be, be a like comic book. Like it could be. It could be emphasis. Golgotha, Jordan. Who knows? This is Who knows? true. I don't want to that, assume. Now, if, if you want to get theological with it, so all right. Um, but yeah, UVA eight and a half point favorites. I guess I was a little surprised to see that number that seemed on the high side, but uh, it's a home game for Virginia, and they acquitted themselves well against Clemson last week. You know, I've 
I have heard some Miami fans try to take solace in the fact that, like, oh, well, you know, Virginia moved the ball pretty well on Clemson. I think there's some, you know, and that that could be true, but I think it's well, we'll get to the Miami Clemson game, but we'll get to you. We'll see. We'll we'll see how that goes. Clemson, um, they show up for big games. That's for sure. Allegedly. All right. Let's get into picks, Jordan. Take us away. Do you want to update us on how we've done on the year so far, just so we can bask in, in relative glory? Uh, no, I did that last episode. All right. Listeners, right. if you're interested, you can listen to the last episode, or you can go check out the spreadsheet on the website. Um, what's that What's that URL? You know that? Uh, www.dontfireoutgrow.com. Thewheelroute.com. Thewheelroute.com. All right, we've got on the menu for this week, we've got three nooners, so it's going to be hectic. we got Oof. three nooner picks, and I've got a nooner UVA game to watch, so I'm going to be... <laughs> I'm going to be all sorts of crossed up. Spread thin on the uh, on From the about noon to 4.30, we're going to have have the Cheez-Its rolling, have a couple cold beers, and uh, nice. get ready for a nap at about 4.15. You go um, extra toasty Cheez-Its? Yeah, the extra toasty are oh, so dude. good. Those extra toasties are fire. They've been Jason. a sharp shopper too recently. <laughs> Jason, you, 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 uh, you, you F with the extra toasty Cheez-Its? No, I'm I'm uh, I've had them. They're good, but I'm classic. I I can eat like an entire box of classic Cheez-Its. And oh, I can eat an entire box of extra Cheez-Its. Sure. Yeah, they're, they're good. Like, I'm not gonna lie, they're good. I just prefer the regulars. That's, That's fine. fine. I guess with the regulars, no. you still get like a few extra toasties in there, probably. There's That's a true. chance. If they got if they had to sit in the toaster for two cycles, they didn't get scraped out. Yeah, yeah. just thin out the mix a little bit. Or they're flavor. in the back of the oven. Right. Um, I really like the uh, what was it the, the what were the white with the white cheddar ones? Those ones were awesome, Those but they good. make your breath smell like you can tell your breath smells bad. Like you person, <laughs> you personally know that your breath smells bad after you eat like a handful of those bad boys. You're like, oh boy. Um, but those are good too. The yeah. grooves, the zesty. You had the cheddar ranch grooves, cheese its. The grooves. I feel like I can mow through the grooves a lot quicker than I can. I feel regular. like there's less in the bag, and I don't know if they're, they're like less dense, so they're lighter. But you're right. You can eat like a colossal amount of grooves in a very short amount of time. <laughs> Big grooves. We ate a lot of cheese its during the like the prime quarantine weeks. <laughs> we were really Emily and the the, the 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 intern and I were really getting getting in on some cheese its. Getting so. your groove on, so <laughs> yeah. to speak. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> indeed. All right, keep okay. it moving. Oh, so, back, back to our three nooners. Uh, we're gonna lead off. Jason Crack, obviously picking first. Yeah. We've got Fantastic. the, the awesome. top five ranked Gators uh, going to College Station to take on Jimbo and the Aggies. The Gators are favored by a full tutty with the extra point, minus seven. Jason. What you got for us? This seems insane to me. I don't understand this line at all. Um, I don't think Texas A&M is good. Like, they're ranked 21st, and that's in the realm of, like, why? Um, yeah, they gave up a zillion points to Alabama last week, and, they, like, they were lucky to have scored twice. Like, there yeah. was a fluke that they scored that it, that it was 14-14. Right. Alabama, like – That game yeah. should have been 52-7. to Like yes. – I, I don't, and they the week before they beat Vanderbilt at home by five. Like people forget that. And I think they've had like f- 
three of their top five in their secondary depth chart, like uh, opt out of the season too. I don't, I don't get it. This feels like Florida's going to win by three touchdowns. What does Vegas know, Jason? Easily, easily the Gators. Wow, I love it. I love the confidence in the Gators. I also love the confidence. Uh, I'm interested to see if Logan, how sweaty Logan feels about Florida being ranked fourth or third, depending on how how you read your news. Uh, I'm also going to go Gators. I think there's maybe also like agree with the points Jason made. I also wonder if perhaps A&M is maybe creeping into uh, checkout mode already with this yeah. season. Um, just because they've, they've kind of lost their, their marquee schedule game already. And again, they didn't look great against Vanderbilt. So what, what do they have to play for in the West at this point? Sure. So give me the Gators. Yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and make it a clean sweep and take Florida. Seven doesn't seem like um, – I, I mean, I think, Jason, I agree with you. I don't know where I personally would have put it, nine and a half or ten maybe. Um, but I, I think Florida should be able to score for the third straight week relatively at will. Um, now, a little trivia for you guys. Uh, Kyle Trask, Florida quarterback, named, grew up an Aggie fan, named after the uh, namesake of Kyle Kyle Field there, Texas A&M. Wow. Yeah, so anyhow, from Texas, going to be a lot of Kyle Trask fans in the building. I'm guessing, um, yeah, I just think Florida's offense is approaching, like, scary good uh, stratosphere right now, and – I don't think Texas A&M has the defense stand up to it, especially after what I saw last week when they played Alabama and just basically got just openly gashed repeatedly. Florida's got a lot of skill on the outside. And we'll say it, you know, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, Kyle Pitts is a matchup nightmare, you know? Just he can do a lot of things. Um, but, uh, yeah, I will take Florida. Jordan, you asked a question about how I feel about Florida being in the top four or five. Um, I feel like they're – they're riding a little bit of the momentum from last year for sure mm-hmm. on that. Um, I think Florida's offense is every bit of a top five team. I haven't been very impressed with their defense so far, but you know, I think a couple things go your way um, in that game against South Carolina last week. And it's a different game, right? I mean, they're, you know, South Carolina, I think Florida fumbled at the 50 yard line uh, coming right out of, they were they were well on their way to score some more points. If Florida blows that game open by 28 points earlier than they did, then maybe that game is different. And we're thinking about we look at that and say like, oh look, South Carolina only scored 14 points in the game instead of what eventually happened. Um, I think Florida's defense has progress to make. Um, Amari Bernie has been he's kind of like a hybrid linebacker safety kind of guy that Florida has tried to find a place for. They wanted him to play their star position, which is kind of their nickelback. Um, big, deep, you know, inside DB, and that didn't really work out. So they've transitioned him to middle linebacker, and he's looked really bad this year at middle linebacker. <laughs> he's got to get, he's got to get better. He's got to figure out what to do because he's athletic enough to run with some, to to sort of negate the motion. Uh, linebacker's got to run with a uh, tight end or or a um, you know an athletic running back or something like that. And you know he would be he's a good piece here, but he seems like he's uh, not making decisions. Quickly enough in the defense right now. Um, Ventrell Miller's been really impressive, and I think Florida's had some good uh, some good play out of some of their outside backers, but 
we have yet to see a full performance from the defense. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this goes. I don't think Texas a and like mega dynamic on offense. I saw some interesting quotes from some Florida players saying this will be like the best offense they see all year. And so maybe uh, oh, it means they're them. locked in their heads yeah. in the right space. Maybe Grantham's got them all gassed up, but um, yeah, I will. I, 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 I don't, I guess that's not really a great answer. I think, I guess I would say if, Notre Dame is the fifth best team. Then I'm I feel fine with Florida being the fourth best team. Um, if I think Georgia's better than Florida right now, I wouldn't. I would. I would think that Georgia would take care of Florida at this exact moment. If you ask me, in six weeks when they play, it might be a little different, and I hope it is different. But until Florida's defense can actually get off the field on third down ever, um, that would be, you know, that's going to be kind of what it is. Cool beans. All right. right. Staying in the noon time slot, we moved to the Conference of Champions, the ACC. We've got the Hokies at the Tar Heels. Uh, Mac Brown's sweet young men are favored by five and a half in this one. I hate this line. I hate everything about this game. I'm still going to hate watch it. Uh, I'll go UNC. Um, Wait, can you say the line one more time? uh, Tar Heels by five and a half. By five and a half, okay. Yeah. So I guess my reasoning here is Virginia Tech, while they have shown that they can play and win kind of with a reduced roster, uh, due to COVID and injury and stuff, uh, they really haven't, in my opinion, done so against a team that's necessarily built to take advantage of uh, guys missing in the secondary. I think Sam Howell and UNC are. Um, my only concern with UNC is probably their defense, uh, but they've got a couple weeks under their belt. They've had an opportunity to watch film, make adjustments, make corrections. So I think, I think they can win by six is what I'm getting at. Gotcha. Don't feel great about it, but I think they can. I have watched zero seconds of North of uh, Virginia tech football this year. I have, I have just been impressed when I've seen box score. It seems like they're able to score points, which is um, a different experience for Virginia tech usually a little more uh you know grinded they, they, they win they win because they play you know team football and win in the margins and things like that but uh i'm gonna go with north carolina here i think their offense is gonna be good enough Howell's gonna um be you know strong enough to win by uh, a touchdown doesn't scare me off so give me north carolina um, yeah, I'm going to make it boring and say North Carolina. No. <laughs> Do you know that North Carolina has, I think, the best rush defense in the country right now? Who have they played? Yeah, who have they played? Boston College, don't get me wrong. <laughs> okay. They only give up – they've given up 54 yards a game. Um, so I'll say I think if Virginia Tech can prove themselves that they can run the ball – this week, then I'll start taking them seriously. Yeah, um, that's fair. Because yeah, they've gone through NC State and Duke so far, and like that's all well and good. But um, you can run on Duke. Take it from a Hoos fan. There you go. Um, but I, I think 
I think the Virginia Tech's defense is also pretty bad. Um, and to be fair, they've been like kind of wiped out by by unavailable players the last two weeks. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think they're a, a really good defense. And you know their offense is fun on the ground, and maybe they can keep that going. But North Carolina's offense is really good as well. So uh, I will take the heels. Love it. Fun fact. Uh, Virginia Tech's defensive coordinator still has yet to call a play. He's not called a play as a defensive coordinator. That, who, that who is Bud that Foster gentleman? Shadows just too big. That's uh, Justin Hamilton. Right. Okay. Justin Hamilton. Uh, speaking of which, I saw Bud Foster making the rounds on Twitter this week. Yeah. You're all spicy. Pro mask, pro mask guy. Didn't didn't see that. Didn't have that one on my bingo card. Gonna be honest. <laughs> no, but like, Bud is genuinely like a really smart and like normal dude. Who knew a mask was in the lunch pail this whole time? Yeah. <laughs> hey, safety first at that construction site. All right. <laughs> That's right. Gotta all keep the dust right. Out. Game three. Let's talk about the Red River. I messed this up every year. <laughs> the Red yeah. River rivalry. Uh, that's right. That's maybe not going to matter a ton, or maybe not as much as it has in the past. The way one in a while these guys are going. We've got Texas. We've got Oklahoma. Y'all know what it is. Uh, the the Sooners are favored by a mere two points this year, and Logan gets to start us off. I love Oklahoma here. Big bounce back game. It's a two week delay from their original need for bounce back. <laughs> this is I'm word going for word. I'm going. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> How he led off Oklahoma covering seven last week, but I love the confidence. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go Oklahoma here. I mean, geez, Louise, they're they're like a much more talented team than Texas. I think they have a better quarterback than Texas. Hey, hot take. And um, yeah, I think some some motivation here. Uh, thing. This is a classic game where it's like Texas is ranked just because they, I guess, haven't lost as many games, but. And there's two Oklahoma conferences has not playing. Lost, yeah, has well. lost twice. And, you know, I mean, I think it reflects uh, based on the line here. Give me the Sooners. Uh, big offensive performance for the for the rat man, Spencer Rattler. You get that going? We call him Shredder. Splinter. Shredder. Master, uh, master, master, master Splinter. Shredder. I like Master, master Shredder, baby. Master, well, yeah, but Shredder wasn't a rat. Splinter was the rat, right? Yeah. I right, think so. I wasn't allowed to watch that as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Merlin Sue. Only a meanwhile protecting me house. from the world. They had, they had the VHS tapes. <laughs> I got down on those on the big screen. All right, who's next, Jason? Jason. Save us. Uh, you love Texas. I know you love Texas here. <laughs> I wish I did. Texas. I wish I did. Um, Jason has recovered from his emotional trauma last week when TCU and Texas played a, a tight game. I watch the entire it's thing like watching your parents fight. Mom <laughs> um, and dad are screaming at the dinner table. I hated it. Dad? Um, but, Who's dad? Uh, hold on, hold on, Tom out. Who's, who's mom and who's dad between Patterson and Herman? I, want to, I, want to on. I regret okay. this metaphor. All right, just um, Gary, Gary Patterson got them got them joints, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's, def, he's definitely mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's gonna do it for us this week. This is the one we were on. This is Jason's last episode, <laughs> as previously stated. Uh, no, I, it doesn't. Like Oklahoma was way too talented for this crap. I don't understand. Um, 
that being said, maybe they can't stop anybody, and this game's going to be like 55-45, and I'm excited. But um, we'll see over under, 72, yeah. So um, that's I would take the over on that 100%. Um, yeah, it, Oklahoma just seems too talented. I'll take the the Sooners. I kind of really want to take Texas. Yeah, so did I. Ellinger had a real serious boy face during his press conference after – after losing to TCU, but I also have a have a tough time taking him serious at all. Uh, so that that presents a problem. SP plus has Oklahoma winning this game by three, which is a little concerning. Um, but I'll I'll go ahead and be boring and take Oklahoma as well. I oh I just feel like they're they've got to be better than the last two weeks. They've got to. Yes. But this is also the roulette logic of like it can't hit red for a, a ninth time in a row. So, but then it does. So we'll see. So let's go visit our our uncles, uh, Brad and Gary, in the three thirty slot. <laughs> we've got the Vols. We've got the Dogs. This is another uh, strategically placed home game for Georgia. <laughs> the Dogs are favored by 12 and a half and Jason gets to start. Uh, yeah, I think Tennessee's good and improving and still building. I don't think 12 can, and a half. Yeah. I don't think they can hang with Georgia. This, this yeah, that's, field. that's not a lot of respect for Tennessee, given that they were, that this is the sec game of the week. <laughs> yeah. I mean that I agree with that, but yeah, I also, no, that, I'm just, I'm just, that's a, that's a, uh, that's yeah, a, no, that's, Whatever. Or a lot of respect for Georgia, and I, frankly, they they deserve it at this point. They have as good a resume as anybody. Um, I, I think Georgia is really, really good. I think Georgia's uh, in the conversation for a national title team, and Tennessee's very much not. And usually, the gap between them is between those two tiers is at least two touchdowns. So, I will take Georgia to cover. Dude, I saw that Jared Garantano, the quarterback for Tennessee, is like fifth all time in Tennessee in touchdown passes or something crazy. Yeah, probably. How is he? What? How? I mean, he's been there for eleven years, but he's been there forever. And like career passing touchdown leaders, like top ten lists, are way weirder than you'd think. Because even yeah, like ten, think about Tennessee, the quarterbacks that they've had that have gone to the NFL, just like 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 silly guys like Eric Ainge right. and freaking Jimmy or Clawson, whoever the Clawson. They, they were running and, the ball. A I was lot. gonna say one thing: it's a different era, and we're passing yeah. a lot. And second, yeah, like if you look at top ten career touchdown lists, like. It, it only takes like 30 to get in the top five. Uh, sure. I just, I, I guess my point is that I didn't even think Jared Garantano was definitely the starter until like halfway through last year. That part is yeah. fair. So yeah. I was surprised 33 touchdowns or whatever. He was fifth all time at Tennessee for whatever it is. But anyhow. It's also um, strange just because like they haven't been winning hardly at all with him. So you just sure. automatically kind of associate to like, well, he, he, but like, he I wonder how many, how many think Josh, I bet Josh Dobbs has a ton. I bet he's the leader. Oh, uh, you guys pick. I'll look you it think up. Peyton Manning had through more touchdowns than Josh Dobbs. Peyton Manning who played in the nineties. Here, you guys make your picks. I'm going to look it up and then we'll. Break okay. It. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. I mean, I know, like, th- was was the Peter man at Tennessee? He was. Give me Peter no, man. He played at Pitt, I think, oh. didn't he? Oh, that's right. He was one of those weird. The Pitter, they, they called him the Pitter man there. The Pitter man. 
<laughs> All right, who's picking? Who's up, Jordan? Well, I'll take Peyton Manning. Screw it. Now, are you picking the game? Oh, <laughs> no, we about. were picking Jason. No, you guys are making picks. I need time to He's, look it up. He said make picks on the game, and he'll oh, look it up. All I thought he said pick. Okay, I this is way unfair, first of all. Um, so the line's 12 and a half. This is another SP plus is really close to the line. SP plus has Georgia winning by 13. Where are you um, seeing these SP plus projections? Don't worry about it, bro. Uh, why, why, why can you say that? <laughs> it's on Twitter. Why can you say uh, that? <laughs> oh, that's right. He does. He does like spit he tweets out like, a screenshot of an Excel yeah. spreadsheet every week. Yeah, which is BS because he used to have this all in the Google Doc that we could access ourselves. It was so nice. <laughs> I'm going to take Georgia. I think their defense has been very impressive, but I really like kind of the the freedom, the free-spiritedness they've shown offensively, a willingness to uh, extend the defense, throw routes deeper than six yards. It's, it's really inspiring. Um, and I think playing at home again under the primetime fall sun, uh, this is a recipe for the dogs. The dogs. <sighs> yeah, that stadium will be packed again for the third straight week. Um, <laughs> the student section will be loaded. <laughs> God, I don't want to. I'll mix it up and take Tennessee to cover here. Stetson Bennett has a slow game, comes back to earth. Tennessee maybe, uh, you know, gets some weird happens and get a turnover early in the game. The game stays close. Um, I think I do think Georgia is good enough to cover, um, but I, I'm a little dubious in their quarterback situation, especially if there's a, if Bennett doesn't look good and all of a sudden there's some clamoring for, for Daniels to play or something like that. You know, I think Georgia's probably good enough to win the game, just handing the ball off every play and telling them exactly what gap they're going to run through. But um, we will, we will see. I'm going to go for the low scoring game here though. All right. Jason, do we have an update on career touchdowns for Tennessee? Uh, first of all, I want to say that Tennessee's media guide is quite difficult to read. Um, okay. So, take that shot across the bow, people well, that are never going to listen. That's true for what, Tennessee what are they fans, using? regarding what doc, regardless of hey, what document you're talking about. What are they printing in Impact Bold? I don't know. It's it's something without uh, it's something without serifs, which I get, but I don't Sounds know. It here. gets messy. It's more it's just organized weirdly. It took me a while to find the career touchdown list, which it shouldn't. That should be a very prominent record. Sure. Um, anyways, I have the top 10 here. Jared Guarantano currently has 34, counting his two this year, which yes. put him solo eighth. Okay, so I was a little bit off, but they were touting him as he was climbing the, climbing oh, the he'll, ranks. He'll definitely finish this year. Um, they were projecting him. Messed up these standings. He's solo ninth, six, seven, eight. Solo ninth right now. He'll definitely finish this year solo six. Okay. Well, good for that young man. So, uh, first place is who you would think it is. Yeah, I got it right. Payne Manning at 89 career touchdowns. I guess he did play for four years. Nerd. You also also have discussed at least three of the top five. Probably four. Dobbs, Eric Ainge. Dobbs is fifth. Eric Ainge is third. T. Martin. Ah. T. Martin is current. Well, is now tied for tenth with thirty-two. Oh, okay. They ran the ball a lot. Um, I'm trying to think. Tennessee quarterbacks. You, you oh. did mention second. I know that for sure. What'd you say? 
You did talk about number two. I remember that. I know Nathan that for Peterman. sure. No, Peterman is not in the top ten. <laughs> uh, Casey Clawson is number two. Uh, Jimmy Clawson's ugly older brother. <laughs> Harsh. Uh, well, but but true. Um, wow. Yeah, I think you talked about, but was quarterback from 2010 to 2012. Oh, we should know this. Really should. It's not Josh Dobbs. No, Josh Dobbs is fifth. Riley fifth. Skinner. Right ahead of Josh Dobbs. No. Who was before Josh Dobbs? Riley Skinner, was he awake? Yeah. I just yeah, love big... Riley Skinner. This was like a lumbering, a lumbering white folk type guy, a classic quarterbacks quarterback, if I recall correctly. Tim Tebow. Um, I don't, I don't remember. Mr. Tyler Bray. Oh, oh. Tebray! Wow, boy, that there's guy. a remember that guy. <laughs> remember Tyler Bray? Josh Dobbs, then Jonathan Crompton, then Heath Schuler from '91 to '93. Okay, throwback. Andy Kelly, who was quarterback before Heath Schuler. All right. Then T. Martin and Bobby Scott. Bobby Scott was in the '60s. So, shouts out to Bobby Scott for 32 touchdown passes in '68 for hanging around on the list. Yeah, shout out. All right. Uh, unfortunately, had had to pick Tennessee there to break the curse. So, yeah. Jason, thanks for doing the research. We appreciate it. Yeah. Shout out. All right. Final game of the evening, 7:30 p.m. kickoff. Uh, I don't know if we have anything kicking off past eight. We do not. North Texas is the last game. All right. Well, go. Wait, wait, why is that? Is, is that because of baseball? I don't know. That's uh, interesting. There's no eight. Also, I mean, that's happened a lot recently because the West Coast doesn't isn't playing. Yeah, West right? Coast. That's is, true. Yeah. Which I get. So we've got the Canes. We've got the Clemson Tigers in Clemson, South Carolina. Uh, Dabo and those. Young Rascals are favored by 14 against Miami. I'm going to just come out and take Miami. Just go Ooh. ahead and do it. I, I do think Miami's going to be able to move the ball. I think based on what Virginia did last week, uh, there are ways. This isn't your your loaded Clemson defense of years past. Still really good. Still really talented. But you can do stuff to move the ball against them. Uh, Derek King has looked pretty dang solid in his yeah. action so far and doesn't make a ton of bad decisions from what I've seen, which is key against Clemson. Um, I think Miami's got better athletes than Virginia does to handle Clemson's offense. I don't think that means they shut them down, but I think they match up better with them than Virginia's defense did. Um, athletically, I don't know about schematically, but we'll see. Uh, I think they can keep it to 13, 11, some weird, weird number in there. Uh, so I'll go Canes. Four, 14 and, and the hook and a half? 14 clean. Okay. I will take Clemson to cover here. Big game under the lights. Uh, a lot of momentum on Miami's side. Their defense is good. Uh, there's a lot of reasons, I think, to pick Miami here, quarterback play being one of them and stuff. But, I mean, I just think that uh, Clemson is on a different – Clemson's on the Alabama-Georgia tier of 
expectations and athletes and and all and all that ohio state i guess you could maybe throw in there as well um so i'll take clemson uh a motivated clemson team that maybe feels like they were are being disrespected because of you know uva moved the ball on them or whatever last week i'm sure all the stops will be pulled out here i'm excited to see how this goes i do think that miami's defense presents maybe some some challenges that uva's didn't i just Clemson is, to use a stupid, horrible term, they're so multiple on offense that it's very nice that they can lean on a running back that is probably far and away the best running back in the country, and they also have far and away the best quarterback in the country to throw to some talented receivers on the outside. There's just a lot that they can do. So um, I'll take Clemson here, kind of pull away in this one, and eventually get the cover. Yeah, I think the line is too high for me to feel comfortable with it, but I do think Clemson um, yeah, is, is probably going to start start rounding into form here, um, and that's a kind of frightening prospect. I do think I think Miami's really good. It wouldn't surprise me if they if this thing was close, like after a quarter or two, uh, like at halftime, sure. it's like a three point game or something like that. But uh, I I do think there's just like Clemson. It feels like every year. And this is super, like, super cliche to say, but it does feel like every year people forget how loaded Clemson is. Like, they just scrap your old little Clemson, like Dabo says. But like, <laughs> no, man, like, we don't forget. Let that. Let's make that clear. We don't forget. We don't Never. fall for that sassy nonsense. Uh, but it, it is nonsense because they they got monsters, especially on the lines, and I, I think that's where. And they're cheaters, Paul. And the, oh, hey, that is a hot take. Um, in the second half, that'll that'll come into play, and Clemson will pull away. So I'll take. Yeah, I think um, some of my uh, just to add a little bit, Jason, I think some of Miami's offensive line deficiencies have been masked by Derek King being the quarterback. Obviously, I think a team like Clemson is a little bit better suited to make you pay. Um, Even if if, yeah, even if that's just getting King like off his spot. So he's not able to like actually just make the throws he wants to make. I mean, he's he does a good job of extending the play to throw not just extending the play to run. Um, and I would I would be interested to see, you know, if he gets hit a little bit. He's not a big guy, though. So, you know, he if he has to take a lot of the game, a lot of the running and, you know, playmaking upon himself, how that goes against a team like Clemson, whereas, like, against UAB, it's it's a little more doable. Sure. And Venables, Venables is a is – a, uh, he's a crazy man. He's a schemer, and he's he'll also have a cheater. Okay, <laughs> he'll have something because <laughs> like, the cheating is what the difference between UVA and Clemson is. Right, <laughs> the, it's integrity and character. Logan been saying it for years. <laughs> it's like UVA literally hired Bronco Mendenhall, notorious dude whose teams always get in fights. <laughs> but no, it's fine. They were righteous <laughs> fights. It was You're righteous right. anger. You're right. They were swinging the helmets with, with the fear of God. They were trying to them. beat the sin out of Utah. What was that game? Oh, was, well, well, no. Didn't they play a bowl game? Was it TCU that they that BYU played in that bowl game? There was like that mega fight afterwards. I think it there was. It might have been Fresno. <laughs> oh, God. Because <laughs> they played them in the Las Vegas Bowl, which you already know puts a Mormon on edge being in Las Vegas. <laughs> There's so many opportunities to have a, a so many key. temptations. It was Memphis. It was Memphis who they that's fought right. in the in the Miami Beach. Yeah, that's Bowl. right. Because Fuente was coaching Memphis. At the <laughs> yeah, time. right. Yes. Oh man, this is delightful YouTube clips of this. 
<laughs> oh yeah, Memphis one, and then there is just a, it's oh, it's just on a, a real Donnie Brook <laughs> pandemonium. We got dude stomp. We got stompers stomping and whomping. Helmet turn. Love to see it. All right. Um, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll take in the rest of that footage after the. Podcast. Yeah, this is great radio. But uh, all right, so cool. I think it should be a fun week, though. Spread out pretty nicely, other than a loaded noon time slot, at least for the pickers. But uh, you know, get your brunch in and settle in. Get my devices charged. That's gonna be a biggie. <laughs> it's true. You, where you go somewhere, you can't charge them while you use them. No, I mean I can, but I just don't like having cords. Oh, right. Up and up and around. Yeah, all all manner of cords and cheez its and cold beers. Yeah, things get a little things get <laughs> things pretty can crazy. Get slippery, man. <laughs> well, what, don't even get me started when the clam dip comes out. You know, that's that's just a whole different. <laughs> yeah, that's whole a whole different, different hurricane of emotions. <laughs> too soon, too soon on the hurricane reference. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on the Wheel Route Podcast. You know what it is, but you can find us at the Wheel Route on Twitter, the Wheel Route Pod. Oh, geez, sorry. Wheel route podcast at gmail.com is That's the email the address. Scratch that. Stroke down. The Just start, start it over. We're running from the top. Thewheelroute.com is the website. You can check the picks there. Colin, get your picks in. Um, otherwise, we love you. Go Gators. Go Hoos. Go Dukes. <laughs>